Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook-Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook-Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to Financially Speaking. This is the Inspired Choices Network and I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And we are excited as usual to be here talking about finance and money and all those concepts that we break down so that you can understand them in a way that's plain language. And I hope that's how we do it. That's our plan. Break it down so you can understand it and you can relate to your own stuff and just be able to evaluate what you have and look at what you have and say, okay, I need to understand my own stuff. I don't need to understand everybody else's. And that's, I think, where it gets complicated for people is you try really hard to understand stuff that doesn't affect you and you get thinking about all these difficult concepts and they don't really affect you anyway. So why are we looking at that? So what we're doing here on Financially Speaking is we say, let's lay it out nice and easy. Let's answer the questions that people have about their stuff and let's not worry about everybody else's stuff. They can worry about their stuff. We're just going to worry about our own and understanding it. So that is what we do here on Financially Speaking. And that is generally what we do here on the Inspired Choices Network is we break it down so that we help you with your daily um, and lifestyle issues or questions that you have. And we help you just implement what you need to implement to make your life better and happier and and work towards your goals. So if you have, if you're out there and you're thinking, I have these great tips and, and ways of doing things and I have these uh, great ideas and, and great abilities to help people, then please write in, call in, get a hold of Christine at our station and talk to her about becoming a host. Because if you have some gifts, and we all do, that we can share with other people and make this world a better place, then please do and and have fun in the process. So talk to Christine about becoming a host or uh, joining the network. And that would that would be life-changing for you, and it would certainly be life-changing for the people you can help. So feel free to call in, to write in, to join us in the chat room on any of our shows. Anybody here, uh, you can learn about parenting with Mary and uh, you can join any of the shows, Christine's and hers is uh, obviously the Inspired Choices Network. Um, you can join any of us in the chat room. You can ask questions. You can play along with whatever we're doing during the show. So join us anywhere, anytime, and expand your life where you need to. Today, we're going to talk about, it's actually the millionaire calculator. Um, because originally, you know, every time I think of it, I'm like, who wants to be a millionaire? But I'm pretty sure that's probably trademarked or used. So I can't really use that. But really, that's what it comes down to. Who wants to be a millionaire? And how do you become a millionaire? And is that what you really want? And how do you define being a millionaire? Uh, because some people say, well, a millionaire is somebody that has a million dollars in cash uh, in the bank or a million dollars in savings. Some people are like, well, a millionaire is, uh, if you take your net worth, which is assets, minus liabilities is, if that's a million bucks, then you're a millionaire. Uh, I mean, there's different definitions in the financial world for it, but for the most part, when I'm, I'm talking about money, I'm talking about how we as regular daily lay people talk about it, not not so much people like me in the industry who by day I'm an advisor, a financial advisor and, and bookkeeper, and uh, we look at things 
our definitions are slightly different because we're looking at an overall industry rather than individuals one-on-one. So what do you consider a millionaire? What do you, do you want to be a millionaire? Some people that's not your goal and that's totally fine. Everything is as custom to you as you want it to be. So do you want to be a millionaire? Uh, what does it take to be a millionaire? Are we talking just money? Are we talking millionaire mindset? Because some people, they just want to think like a millionaire. They want to, they want to have the, the conversations with people like millionaires have where they're talking about ideas and concepts and, and exploration of space and time and all those things. And, and that's fine too. Some people, when they, I say millionaire, they think of dollars. Some people, they, when I say millionaire, they think of mindset. They think of attitude. They think of, confidence they think of a different different kind of way of presenting yourself they're all right answers so when i say well do you want to be a millionaire or if you say yes i want to be a millionaire what kind of millionaire do you want to be uh is that something where sometimes people think philanthropy because people with a lot of money are in a position to give a lot of money away there's so many things like we can talk about as a millionaire so Today, let's talk about some of the different angles of being a millionaire. So we can talk about how to save a million dollars. We can talk about uh, lessons that we can get from my, uh, millionaires who've already made lots of money. There's the millionaire mindset that people have and where they, they, they make up their mind and they decide they're going to have a million dollars. And some people, that's their goal. I want to have a million dollars when I retire because that's what I need. And sometimes people will say, well, calculate how much money I need so that I can live the same lifestyle I'm living today. So if I make $60,000 a year and I want to retire and still make $60,000 a year in retirement, then how much money do I need to save so that money's set aside and I can continue the same lifestyle that I have? Now, when I say that, not to make it complicated, but you know me, there's always... There's always other pieces we have to look at. So one of those pieces is a dollar today is not the same as a dollar 10 years from now or 20 years from now or 30 years from now. And when I say that, it's because of something called purchasing power. So a dollar, if you think of it like this, how much was gasoline for your vehicle 10 years ago? How much was it 20 years ago? How much was a loaf of bread 10 years ago? or 20 years ago. It's not the same price as it is today. And that means if a loaf of bread was, say, 50 cents, and I know these aren't the right numbers, but for easy math, we're going to say a loaf of bread was 50 cents 10 years ago. Today it's worth a dollar. That means a dollar 10 years ago would have got you two loaves of bread versus today it only gets you one loaf of bread. So the the value of your dollar doesn't go as far. So the purchasing power isn't as high. So that's why when we talk about even calculating how much money you need in your retirement or how much money you want to have or just generally you're, you have a you have a goal in mind and it has nothing to do with retirement. You just have this, this psychological line that you see where you want to have this amount of money. Well, that's a million dollars. If a million dollars today... If you're thinking, I want a million dollars today versus I want a million dollars in 20 years because a million dollars today 
is not going to be the same value as a million dollars in 20 years. You're going to need more money than a million dollars today to have it in 20 years because of what I just said about purchasing power. Because if, if a million, now think of it like this, if you're going to buy a loaf of bread for 50 cents today, 10 years ago, you're going to pay a dollar today. If you're going to pay a million dollars today, it might cost you $2 million in 10 years from now for that same purchasing power. So these are all things that we need to think about. And these are all things we have to have a discussion about. And if you deal with an advisor, uh, these are things you have to ask them. Or these are things they should be asking you. If you're not dealing with an advisor, that's okay. You can still ask yourself these questions. When I say I need a million dollars in my retirement, how far away is my retirement? 10 years? 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, how far away is it? If I'm talking to a 20-year-old, it might be 50 years, 45 years away. If it's somebody who's 50, it might be 10 or 15 years away. So everyone is different. And when I say that in finance, I mean it absolutely and completely sincerely. Everybody is different. Everybody's needs are different. Everybody's definition of what they want is different. So it's it's so sad to see when people are comparing themselves to their cousins and uncles and people on Facebook. I mean, all these friends that you have on Facebook that you haven't seen in 30 years, but you're comparing your life to theirs and you don't have all the information. It's it's sad because you're not dealing with, with true information. And your definition of success and your definition of being a millionaire might be completely different than somebody else's. So, that's what we're going to talk today. We're going to talk about being a millionaire. What is a millionaire and the different angles of, of the millionaire word. <laughs> so not just in dollars and cents, but we're going to talk about in mindset. We're going to talk about people who are millionaires when it comes to money. Uh, there's people who are billionaires with the B. We haven't hit the, the trillionaire yet. We have companies that have a trillion dollar market cap, which means they're worth over a trillion dollars, but we don't have a particular individual yet that's a trillionaire. So we're going to talk about, in some instances, we're going to talk about these people that we consider to be millionaires because they have a, they have that kind of wealth. They have that kind of physical dollars where they're a million, they have a million dollars in the bank, they have a million dollars in cash, they have over a million dollars where they could just donate it to charity or they could buy these multi-million dollar houses and and when we watch anything on TV, and that's where you have a lot of these entertainment shows, they're talking a lot about these these um, athletes or celebrities of some sort that they typically have a lot of money. And what they do with it, I always find very interesting because some of them take that money and they get it um, handled well and they make more of it and they do good things with it, or they start foundations. And then there's others that, unfortunately, um, lose the money either through really bad deals or by not paying attention and having uh, really bad business managers. So having a million dollars doesn't mean you get to keep it either. So that's where it's important to have a mindset too, because if you if you win the lottery, so if you won, pretend you win the lottery today, and I just handed you a million dollars, are you going to have it? tomorrow? Are you going to have it in a week? Are you going to still have it? Are you still going to have some of that money in 10 years? A lot of people lose that money. Um, and you'll typically, and this is not a, a rule, but you'll just 
statistically, you'll see people who win the lottery are worse than or back to at least where they were seven years later. And the reason for that is that they haven't got the either they haven't got the guidance or they haven't got the mindset for how to handle that money. So same with inheritance. If 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 you inherited a million dollars tomorrow, do you have the mindset? Or do you have it in place to to take care of that money and to keep that money? And does it matter to you? Some people, money, they don't care. I don't need money. I'm not interested. Mother Teresa certainly wasn't motivated by money. So we there's all kinds of different people and different mindsets. And this is what I say why no one size fits all when it comes to finance. So we are going to talk about becoming a millionaire by thinking, becoming a millionaire by dollars. And when we come back after our first break, I want to give you some lessons for millionaires. And we'll start there with people who have, uh, made millions of dollars and these are some of the lessons that they uh, have learned and maybe we can learn something from them or use parts and pieces of it. We take as usual and as I always recommend, take what you need when you need it to understand for your own personal circumstances and then apply it in the best possible way that was going to benefit your life. So when we come back after our first break, we're going to talk about, I'm going to share with you some of the lessons from a million dollar to build a million dollar retirement. And that's just through people who have already done it. And this, uh, some of the information is going to apply and some of it's not going to apply. So that is our first approach. And then we're going to talk about some steps to becoming a millionaire. And then I will actually just tell you some ideas. I know when I talk to some of the young kids, it's always so much fun because a lot of them, actually when I say a lot, I haven't had one say no, but they always say, yeah, I want to have, make a million bucks and I want to have a million bucks when I retire. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's have a look at it and see if we make some small, small changes like the compound effect, small changes over a long period of time, how that will affect you. And they, as well as me and their parents, are usually blown away at how how much easier it is when you're younger to save up to become that millionaire than when you're older because they have all the time in the world on their side, which is such a blessing and uh, a gift for them that they don't always realize it until you get a, get a chance to sit down and have a conversation with them. So we're going to take our first break. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And when you come back, we are going to talk about lessons from the millionaires and how we can start getting our mind set up to become that millionaire that we want to be. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. 
professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world, knowing your voice matters, and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with your host, that's me, Kathy Cook-Noble. And today we're talking about the millionaire calculator. How do we become one? How do we think like one? How do we make a million dollars if that's what we want to do? Uh, the question is, There's how are you defining the millionaire? How are you defining success? How do you define what it is that you want to have for yourself when you retire, when you are not retired. Some people, I want a million dollars now. I don't want to wait till I'm retired. Some people just want to think like a millionaire or live the millionaire's type lifestyle, but they don't have to have the six houses and the four boats and eat caviar and champagne. And that's fine too. And some people are like, I just want to be able to eat the caviar and the champagne. I don't want the boats. So whatever your definition is, that is completely fine. It's completely individual. So what I want to talk to you about at the, to start with, though, is the lessons that we get from a millionaire. And these are people who have made a, a substantial amount of money and not by accident. Like they intentionally set their mind to it and said, I want to make a million, millions and millions of dollars. And maybe they had a specific number of mind. Maybe they want to make a billion dollars. I don't know. But everybody, everybody has a specific goal in mind. And they said, okay, I'm going to make it deliberately and I'm going to make deliberate moves and attempts and, and uh, I'm going to do certain tasks and things every day to work me towards making those millions of dollars. So that having said that, they don't leave it to luck. And by luck, I mean you won the lottery or you inherited money, which, believe it or not, are two inheriting money and winning the lottery are two of the top uh retirement goals or strategies for Canadians when they're surveyed, which is very scary and very risky. But uh, you're not leaving it to luck. You're not leaving it to hope that you're working at a company. And for example, the cannabis industry has a lot of activity and a lot of conversation. And you're not hoping that you're working at a cannabis industry uh, company and you're going to get stock options before it goes public and make millions of dollars overnight. So we're not leaving it to all these kinds of options to make money and be lucky. We're going to go through and deliberately try and make ourselves millions of dollars. So these millionaires, they follow specific patterns of behavior. And that usually results in them growing their money, their equity, their portfolios, whatever you want to have a look at, because typically they're growing in all kinds of areas. They're definitely growing in dollars in their bank or and in their case, they'll be in investments and savings and potentially real estate and stuff like that. But 
Um, what do they do? What do they do on purpose that we can learn from? Well, one of the things they do is they dream big. They develop goals that keep them motivated, and then they convert those goals into action plans because we all know, and, and this has been on many, many shows, about how to convert goals into action plans and about why it's important to have goals and how to write goals and achieve goals. Uh, that's uh, certainly a, a a whole art onto itself and and a science as well, actually. But we all know that without having a goal, uh, or without having a plan, rather, a goal, that's just a dream. That's just something you talk about. You don't actually put it into action. But the research says that the goals that are committed to having them written down on paper, handwritten or typed up, however you want to do it, but actually have it written down are more likely to be achieved than the goals when we just sit around on Friday night and talk about, oh, I'd like to be a million millionaire and I'd like to to start this business and I'd like to do this and I'd like to do that. And we have all these great conversations and we don't write them down. We kind of forget about them and we don't focus on them and we don't see them in front of us every day. So we forget about them. Uh, not the millionaires. They dream big, they write it down and they get it their plan in place to accomplish it. They also own their own business. So we did a show a while back on um, incorporation and why you would incorporate your business and what does that mean. And, I mean, we've talked about business uh, before lots of times. I, I mean, I love talking about business. And all, all the millionaires that are surveyed, they have their own business. And there's two big reasons for that is there's tax advantages and then there's leverage for it. And that's how they, that's why they own their own business. They don't work nine to five, Monday to Friday. Um, that's not typically how you work it when you own your own business. And anybody out there, no matter what kind of business you own, you know you're not a nine to five, Monday to Friday person. You're working, you know, Saturday nights at midnight sometimes when you, things need to be done, or you're working Mondays at 7 a.m. if something happens or comes up. So that's what it means when you have your own business, but you also have some opportunities in taxes and liability coverage and, and other things that you don't have uh, in, in another job. Um, the other big path that they have is they own real estate or they're involved in real estate, and that's either they own their business building or they own their house or they're invested in other real estate but that's part of them owning their business. Another lesson that we can take from these millionaires, they learn from their mistakes. And yes, 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 they make lots of them. So the difference between making mistakes and not learning from them versus learning from them is usually a substantial amount of knowledge which translates into a lot of wealth. And that's what they do. And they also know that they're going to make mistakes. It's totally okay. It's fine. It's encouraged. You usually learn more from your mistakes anyway than you do from your successes because the successes you achieve and you're like, yeah, right on, high five, I did it, versus uh, you had a, a mistake or a, a misstep and you're like, oh, that didn't work. What did I do wrong and how do I fix that? So you spend more time focusing on that and learning from it. And that's the key is to learn from it. So these guys, they learn from their mistakes. And they make lots and lots of it before they strike it rich. Um, there's no such thing as overnight wealth or overnight 
um, uh, success. It takes a lot of work and a building up to it. But I say that, of course, there's winning the lottery and there's an inheritance, but those are those are outside of the norm, and that's not what we're counting on today. So people, all of a sudden, they, they get to know this guy's name, Jeff Bezos, and he started this company, Amazon, 25 years ago. But really, for the most part, I think if you ask the average person, the average uh, North American and, and potentially around the world too, they probably didn't know his actual name until maybe five years ago, maybe 10 years ago, because... Really, who knew who Jeff Bezos was 25 years ago, 20 years ago? Probably not a lot of people, except the ones that he was dealing with one-on-one directly. And then it goes public and it takes off and makes all this money, and now all of a sudden people know his name. Well, that's not to anybody else. It looks like an overnight success, but it took 25 years to grow to that. So there's really no such thing as overnight success. It's a lot of hard work, and then all of a sudden, boom, there you are. Um, the other thing that they learn is it's not easy to be successful and you have your share of ups and downs and sometimes you get frustrated and sometimes you want to give up and sometimes you're wondering why am I doing this and you're banging your head against the wall but then you remember that you take risks and you're not afraid to fail and it's okay that you fail anyway because you learn from that so they're never they never give up on pursuing their dreams. That's the key. You learn from all your mistakes, but you keep focused on whatever your goal and your dream was. And another lesson we can learn from them is persistence. So that's one of the biggest common characteristics when they were surveyed is persistence. And that's whether you achieve the goal through your business or you save a, a million dollars in dollars and cents. If by doing that you're frugal and you're spending and working at a regular job, the key characteristic is that you're gonna that, that will make or break your success is persistence. So you can absolutely become a millionaire by working a job nine to five, Monday to Friday. Not saying you can't, but if you're spending all your money and you're living the lifestyle high, um, the millionaire's lifestyle, and you're not saving any money, then you're not gonna have a million dollars. But if you're working, and it doesn't matter where you're working and how much you're making, if you're living frugally and you're tracking your cash, like I talk about all the time, track your cash, track your cash, know how much is coming in, know how much is going out, um, do things that are frugal, like make your lunch and take it to work, make your coffee and take it to work, or drink your coffee yourself at home. Um, if you can't, if you if you don't have the uh, the strength to control yourself at fast food or uh, coffee shops, then get yourself a gift card in the morning. You've heard me talk about that, or in the morning, the first of the month. Get yourself the gift card for the amount that you're able to budget and track your cash on, and you don't have to stress about it. If it's $50, whatever your monthly number is, is, is whatever is custom to you. But if $50 is your number, then you use that for the month however you want, as liberally as you want. But when it's gone, it's gone, and you got to wait till the first of the month. That keeps you on track. So easy little tips like that. Um, when you get extra money, like if, for example, when you get a raise, you're already living on the money that you have. That all that money for a raise, put it aside because you didn't need it to begin with. Keep living your life the way you are. And you're always able to put money aside. So when you're doing frugal, responsible, deliberate acts with your money, you can also get to being your millionaire. So the lessons that we learn from the millionaires... That's typically what they have. 
that doesn't mean that's the only, there's not one path to becoming a millionaire. There's lots and lots and lots of paths. So we're going to, if we're working a job nine to five, Monday to Friday, and we're an employee and we're, we're, we're happy with that. And that's great. We're able to still become a millionaire by making good choices and making lifestyle changes. If sometimes that's what we need to do. Um, but for the most part, when you think about, when we talk to the millionaires, one of the things that they said was they own their own business. And uh, there's a lot of people out there, and there's a huge growing number of businesses with women especially, um, either through homegrown businesses or part-time or whatever the case is. There's a lot of businesses out there where people, women especially, are working part-time and working out of their house. So there are a lot of tax advantages, and there's some real real key breaks that you can have with your business if you're working out of your house and write in terms of writing stuff off and saving money. So there is a definite increase in that and that definitely helps you with your mindset of becoming a millionaire. And that's one of the keys that they said. And and ironically enough, there's a huge insurgence of that now with women becoming uh, business owners and they're starting it out, you know, slow and in addition to their current job. But the Amazon that I just mentioned, it started out of Jeff Bezos' basement. Disney started out of Walt Disney's garage. Apple started out of Steve Jobs' parents' garage. Like all these businesses all started as a home-based business. So it's very doable and there's lots of examples of that. So that's kind of cool when you think about it. If that's your goal to be a Steve Jobs or, you know, be a Bill Gates and start Microsoft out of your house, your dorm room, um, or Facebook out of your dorm room like Mark Zuckerberg. If that's what you want to do, which is all home-based businesses, they all started that way, then there's lots of evidence and lots of proof to say, hey, you absolutely can do that. So that is some of the lessons from The Millionaire. Now we're going to take our second break and we come back. I'm going to give you some steps to becoming a millionaire that they follow. And then I'll give you some examples even of, hey, if I took this much money and I set it aside for this many years, uh, what would what would that look like? And we'll talk about how you stay a millionaire, and uh, how we can how how we can take that step closer to being a, a millionaire, both through mindset and through dollars. So you're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with your host Kathy Cook Noble, and we're going to take our second break, and then we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. 
Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and I'm your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and we are talking about the millionaire calculator and the millionaire mindset and how we can become millionaires. And there's lots of different ways, and I, I know there's lots of different uh, different definitions that we have of success in millionaire, but for today, the definition we're using is a million dollars, hard, cold cash, how we are able to become that. And we talked a little bit about the lessons that millionaires, we learn, we can learn from millionaires. They don't, the main thing, the two main points are really, they don't rely on luck and they know a persistence is the key. So those are the two takeaways that we can, uh, we can learn from with millionaires. Now, the other thing before we went to break, I said we talked about some steps to becoming a millionaire. So, again, retiring as a millionaire is not an accident. Retiring um, as a not being a millionaire is not an accident. It's all about planning. It's all about your persistence. It's all about not just getting a plan, but executing the plan, being faithful to the plan, and being committed to the plan. So we can have the best laid out plan, and, and I know we we can all probably think of people or businesses that have had the best laid out plan, but if they don't implement it, it doesn't mean anything. So we're going to take our dream and we're going to make it a plan, and that means we're going to put it on paper, so it's now something tangible that we're going to look at and work with, and then we're going to take that plan and we're going to be focused and committed on it and implement it so that it actually works and comes to fruition. We're also going to modify it as we go along, we're going to try different things and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but we'll make those adjustments when we go along. That's what we have to do with our plan to get on track because ultimately our goal is to have a million dollars when we retire and retirement could be whatever age that is. So first thing we're going to, first step we're going to do is we're going to make the plan. We're going to set some realistic goals for ourselves and it's not going to be some accident. We're not going to hope that it, we leave it to chance. It's something that is going to be deliberate and we're going to care, carefully plan for it, and we're going to implement whatever action we need to implement on it. We're going to evaluate whatever our situation is currently, be it financial, emotional, psychological, it doesn't matter. We're going to look at all that, and we're going to say, okay, where are we at? What do we need to do right now to get ourselves into a position to get on track to be that millionaire? If we need to uh, work with our mindset, we're going to work with our mindset. If we need to be a little bit tighter and more controlled with our spending, well, we're going to do that too. And these are all things that are going to be happening all at the same time. One isn't going to be, we're not going to wait till our mind's ready to start making money. No, we're going to work on that at the same time. Now that we have our plan, we're going to take action. And it doesn't matter what step necessarily, we're just going to take one. So if we're thinking we want to start a business, then we're going to start our, our new business called Apple out of our garage at our parents' house, well, so be it. We're going to take a step and we're going to do it. 
we're going to do something that we love to generate some income because, you know, we want to be happy too. This isn't just about the money. Um, maybe you want to buy a piece of rental property. Maybe you want to buy your house, whatever the case is. We've talked about mortgages in the past, what kinds they are, uh, the different, uh, different ways you can use them. So we're going to maybe do that, but we're going to take action. And then here's a crazy, I know we've all heard this before. We're going to spend less than we earn. So nobody, and you may may have heard this phrase or, or maybe haven't, but you're not going to spend your way to prosperity. You cannot spend your way into becoming a millionaire. That means you cannot spend more than you make. You accumulate your wealth by spending less than you make, and then you invest the money. And I see it every day in my role as an advisor uh, because that's what you do. You invest your money and you keep it invested. You don't cash it in because you want to take a vacation. You don't cash it in because you overspent and bought new furniture that you shouldn't have bought in your house. If you want to become a millionaire and have a million dollars, you commit to your plan, you take action, and you spend less than you earn. Then you invest wisely. And that does not mean um, necessarily that you're investing with a financial advisor. I mean, obviously, I think they can help. Some of them better than others. You find one you're comfortable with that you like and you talk about your plan and then you see how that will go. So you invest wisely, whether it's investing in um, investments with a financial advisor, whether it's doing it yourself, whether it's investing through real estate, whatever that means, then you're going to do it wisely. You're going to correct and adjust because you're going to make mistakes. Something's going to happen. There's going to be something that doesn't go according to plan. And we're not going to get stressed about it. We're going to be like, okay, that's one of those corrections that we got to make. And we're going to adjust to whatever it is we need to, to change. And getting a mentor. Get a mentor. Uh, why reinvent the wheel? If somebody out there has already done it, that you like the way they've done it and you like that person, talk to them about becoming a mentor because they can help get you there potentially they can help get you there faster and they can teach you what they've learned in their experience to get them to where they are so getting a coach never hurts um most sports teams i think we can honestly say they don't win without a coach so there's always somebody there helping guide you through it so it's the same exact uh, scenario is if you're going to become a millionaire is get a coach, get get a mentor. So those are some of the, the steps. Those are the simple steps, I should say, to becoming a millionaire. You make a plan, you take action, you spend less than you earn, you invest wisely, correct and adjust when you have to, and then get a mentor. So those are the steps that we're going to take to becoming a millionaire. Now, how are we going to stay a millionaire? Well, you're going to always be educating yourself and learning because as you learn more, so for example, um, if you learn about different kinds of mortgages and you realize you could save on interest by changing from one type of mortgage to another, then you're going to do that because that means more money in your pocket. You're going to always be looking for new opportunities to invest your money or to grow your money or different ways if it's a business to grow your business or you're going to be looking at better ways to save just if it's uh, something as simple as you're going to use the the gift card reloading it every month or you're going to be using those apps to save money on groceries 
whatever the case may be, you're going to, you know, collect points with air miles that are free. And with that, you're going to use that to get free groceries. When you save money, it's the same as making more money because it's more money that stays in your pocket. So you're always going to be looking for different ways to, to learn and, and grow. And then you're going to make your money work for you, which means it's not going to be sitting in a piggy bank at your house. You're going to actually make that money work for you because it has to make money. Remember I said a while back that a dollar today is not worth a dollar tomorrow. So if you're saving all this money and you're sticking it in your mattress at home or you're sticking it in a piggy bank, that dollar in five years is not going to be worth a dollar. You can't buy the same thing for a dollar as you did today in five years. So that's why we have to make it work for us. And you're always a student, you're always learning, you're always being educated that by some way, shape or form, by reading books or by listening to shows on financially speaking or on the Inspired Choices Network on how to make your mindset better, how to grow uh, grow and dream and, and plan better. Uh, there's all kinds of ways to be educating yourself. So personal growth is is one of them that millionaires are constantly on a personal growth path. They're obviously on financial growth too. But um, the real value that they come in is the creating the wealth. And a lot of that comes through uh, their mindset and their personal growth path. So some of the, the things that we need to understand in a financial context is the amount of money that you currently have. That's your current savings. And then a monthly deposit is your, your contribution that you're going to be putting in. And then the annual interest rate. And the reason I say that is because I'm going to give you some, some examples and it's always so much fun. Like none of this is set in stone. I, there's no guarantees whatsoever that if you invest in the market, you're going to have um, this specific rate of return. Then that is, uh, it's possible that you're you're gonna. It's going to vary because when you invest in the market, there's no guaranteed rate of return. As we saw in 2008, 2009, things can can go drastically down. However, over the course of time, it usually goes and ends up coming back up. Um, so I'm going to give you just a quick example, and then we'll talk more about it when we come back after the break. And this is one that it's always so much fun when you get to sit and talk to the younger guy, the younger kids, because the 20 year olds, they just want to be a millionaire and they're not thinking about why they can't and they're not thinking about how they can fail. They're like, yeah, let's just make a million bucks. So I say to them, okay. Uh, just to give you a very, very small example, this isn't going to make you a million. This isn't, this is the, um, just a simple, simple, simple example, okay? So if you're 20 years old and you're going to retire when you're 65 and you have no money to invest, you have no money invested right now, but you're going to start investing. And say you're going to put $200 a month aside. And depending on what the interest rate is, if we're conservative and we say over the next 45 years, if you can average 6% or 7% or 8%, then how much money will you have? Well, this is investing $200 a month for 45 years. If it if it's 6%, that will be over half a million dollars. That'll be just about $525,000. Then if it's 7%, say we can average 7% over 45 years, that's going to be $707,000. And if we average 8% over 45 years, that's going to be $961,000. So $200 a month over 45 years at 8% is not quite a million dollars. 
But let me then I tell them about this other really cool feature called compounding. So two hundred dollars a month is very doable. Um, now, what if we took two hundred dollars a month and we did fifty dollars a week instead? It's the same amount of money, right? Fifty dollars a week is two hundred dollars a month. But then we have the magic of compounding happening faster. If we do that same exact scenario, only we're doing $50 a week instead of $200 a month, that 8% over 45 years is a million forty-three, almost a million forty-four thousand dollars. So it goes from 961 to just over a million dollars, a million forty-four thousand. So that is a significant difference by tweaking it from monthly to weekly. And I like to show the kids that when I talk to the young adults, I should say, when I talk to them, because I I think, you know what, you can very, if you can do $200 a month, you can do $50 a week. And what if we do half that? What if you do $25 a week? A lot of them say, well, I can do $25 a week. Sure you can. You can set $25 a week side. And you know what? You can let that grow until you're, um, av- until you're working, you get a more of a raise, you maybe change jobs and make more money, you start your own business, it starts making money, whatever the case is. If you start with $25 a week, and then over time, if we can average 8%, 7%, 10%, 10%, whatever the average is, when you invest it, you're always going to look at different places that you can invest the money based on your risk profile, based on the length of time that you have. But that's what you're looking at with your investments. And your goal is to say, oh, well, if I can average 8%, then that means I'm going to have over a million dollars. And then you start looking at different places where that makes sense to do. So that gives you an idea of uh, some of the numbers and talking to the young people, which is cool. So we're up to our third break, and I'm going to take us to our third break and then we'll come back and we'll just finish this conversation and some of the numbers on what the the young ones get excited about. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. And we're just talking about the millionaire calculator and the millionaire mindset. We'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook-Noble. Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F-word, fear, in the dust.
This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, where we break down financial ideas and financial concepts and make them more manageable so that you can handle them in the way that you need to handle them to make yourself better and happier in your own daily lives. Today, we've been talking about how to become a millionaire, because I get asked that question uh, mostly jokingly, but a lot of them seriously on how to do it. And I say, okay, well, then that that is that starts with a plan. And that means that we plan to become a millionaire. We plan to get our mindset to become a millionaire. Uh, we plan to make some adjustments when things don't need to, don't go exactly the way we expect them to. We plan to take action. We plan and deliberately spend less than we make or earn. And we also plan on getting a mentor or we plan on, you know, reading different books. I can recommend one, maybe uh, All Ladies Should Use the F Word, A Guide to Understanding Your Finances. There's one book I'd recommend. Shameless plug, I know. Uh, I'd also recommend listening to different shows on the Inspired Choices Network that helps with your mindset, that helps with your coaching, that helps with your financial understanding. Uh, all of it comes together. This is not a, there's no such thing as a get rich quick. There's no magic formula that's going to say, do this and you will make a million dollars guaranteed or take this pill and you'll automatically have everything work out the way it's supposed to work out. Um, that's not how it works. And what we need to do together and what we need to do for ourselves is take all the pieces and put them together, have a good, healthy mindset, have a good, healthy lifestyle so that we're not spending more time getting healthy or uh, having more sick days that takes us away from being able to do our plan. Uh, have a healthy relationship with the with your children, with your pets, with your neighbors, so that you're not spending time in a in a negative place. All of it works together so that we can make more money, save more money. Uh, we can focus more on the the plans that we have and the way to accomplish the plans, rather than getting sidetracked by any sort of negativity or or problems that we could potentially avoid or that aren't serving us. So it's a holistic approach. And I truly mean, and people think finance is a straight line, it's black and white. In some cases, I agree, it totally is. But in a lot of cases, the plan is a moving, breathing document, and it's flexible, and you have to be able to adjust. And that's where it can be very helpful to have an advisor. Uh, it doesn't. I'm not saying you have to have one. I'm just saying that it does help. You know, it, it helps when you have a toothache to go to a dentist. It helps when you have a stomachache to go to the doctor, and sometimes it helps when you have a financial pain to go to an advisor and get some help. So find an advisor that's uh, helpful or re in, in alignment with you and your values and that understands your plan. And hey, it's like anything else. Some will be aligned with you and some won't. But if your goal, and, and I and I really get a lot of fun with this, and, and um, I've done it with mine, but uh, where you say, you know what, do you want to, do you want to be rich? And how rich is do you want to be? And oh, I want to make a million bucks. And when you're 20 years old, a million bucks sounds like a lot of money. 
So you say, okay, well, you want to make a million bucks, here's how we're going to do it. And you give them an example. Like, And this is, again, it, it changes over time and makes adjustments. So if we're going to take $50 a week and put it aside in an investment, well, hey, you know what? They might get a raise. They might they might win the lottery. They might inherit money. And then they can say, I want to put an extra lump sum of money in. Well, that just boosted your compounding by that much automatically. So if that's the case and that's your goal, then work towards that. It, and always be adding to it. And, and then it becomes fun because now you're looking at You're like, okay, I've got this plan and I know where I want to be. And absolutely, if you want to make $10 million, let's put the plan in place for that. You can do that too. If you want to make $20 million, if you want to make $100 million, whatever your goal is. And then it becomes really fun because now you're watching it and you're saying, oh, hey, I've just done that. I've got that 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 piece in place and that worked. And oh, that didn't work so well. So I'm going to make an adjustment and get back on track or I had a little misstep and I need to readjust and realign because the goal stays the same. You just veer off the path sometimes, but you always have that in mind and you have it in your eye and you're seeing it and you go back to that. So that's one of the keys and anyone that you know or if you don't believe me, ask somebody who has a million dollars or who has made a million dollars or multiple millions of dollars and they will tell you that it wasn't by accident uh, for the most part. They might be surprised and I don't know Jeff Bezos. I mean, it'd be very cool to to know him, but I don't. But it might be, you know, if you ask Jeff Bezos, um, you know, was it an accident that Amazon made a million dollars? I don't think he'd say it was an accident. He might be surprised at how successful and how how many millions he, he made at Amazon. He might not have predicted that kind of wealth, but I have no doubt that when he started it, he, he had a plan to do very well. So ask them and get get a mentor and talk to people. That's uh, hopefully helpful on becoming a millionaire. And we're going to talk about financial ratios next week because there are certain there are certain things that you want to understand. You want to know what other people are looking for, especially if they're going to lend you money. So we're breaking down some concepts every week here on the Inspired Choices Network, Financially Speaking. If you have questions, you want questions answered, write in, let us know, and join us every week so we can help make your financial world a little bit easier for you to understand and follow. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook-Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.